This is Water Daily for January 4th, 2023. This week we explore Matthew 3, 13-17, the story of Jesus' baptism. Today's reflection is anointing. Quote, And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. Nothing like being dive-bombed by the Holy Spirit. Of course, it only says the Spirit of God descended like a dove. But the literal-minded imagine a bird landing on Jesus' head, a comical image that might obscure the power of what gospel writers describe here. The moment when the Spirit of God, present at Jesus' conception, fully indwells him. This is when Jesus moves fully into his identity as the Christ, the Anointed One. Christ is from the same Greek word for oil or ointment, from which we get chrism. This is the moment when his public ministry begins, when he takes up his mission of transformation and redemption. We receive the Spirit at baptism as well. We are baptized in water and by invocation of the threefold name of God, and then we are anointed with oil, signed with a cross on our foreheads. That oil signifies the Holy Spirit. In some early East Syrian baptismal rites, the oil was as important as the water, or more. So crucial was it to convey the power of the Spirit to be released in the newly baptized. The gift of the Holy Spirit is often our most neglected, like a punch bowl gathering dust in the cupboard or the wedding china left in the buffet except for special occasions. Yet St. Paul calls this gift of the Spirit a down payment on the inheritance that we can access now. He writes to the Ephesians, chapter 1, When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. In essence, we have a huge inheritance in the bank, which will never run out. At baptism, we receive the card and the PIN number. We can leave it sitting there, or we can use it to bring spiritual power to bear on all kinds of pain and brokenness and stuckness we encounter in ourselves and others. Among the gifts Paul cites are insight, hope, and spiritual power, which we can exercise now. Are you aware of the presence of the Spirit in you and around you? When do you access access that power? Sometimes we can simply invite the Spirit to make him or herself known. The Spirit has no gender, but is not an it. Today, you might sit quietly for a time, get comfortable, both feet on the floor, spine straight but relaxed, and pray, Come Holy Spirit, fill me. Let me know you're here, and wait with attention. Or, if you're confronted with a tense or challenging situation, invite the Spirit into it, praying silently, guide me, give me the right words, protect me, whatever seems right. Think how engaged our churches can be in our communities when we all exercise the gift of the Spirit. We aren't always aware of such cosmic activity at baptism. 
Yet I believe that each time we enact that sacrament, the heavens are opened and the Spirit of God descends and alights on us. And once the heavens are opened to us, we have lifetime access to the God of the universe. Lifetime and beyond. Thank you.